is fully aware. The show in which three opinionated people discuss what's going on in fandom and nerd news in general. I am Bliss, and as always, I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts, Kelty and Kendra. Hello! 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 And this week, we're also joined by Dr. Major. Doctor, welcome back. Oh, thank you. Recurring guest star. (laughs) Yes. Major, you have brought us something painful this week, I I hear. Oh, yes. So painful. Are you ready? I am ready. (laughs) Unfortunately. So, yeah. Like... Season 15 of Supernatural is still going on. Yep. Yeah, this is season 16 up in this piece. <laughs> the fandom that never dies. Oh no. Well, it dies much like a Winchester where it just keeps coming back. And it makes no character growth. <laughs> oh, zinger. Sorry, I didn't get to eat today, so I'm I'm shoveling my dinner into my mouth as we start the episode. It's okay. We'll edit it to make it just sound like you're no, contemplative. Keep, keep this in. This is humanizing. <laughs> Cinema Verde. <laughs> okay, Major. D- hurt me. I like it. Oh, so, <clears throat> to recap. Supernatural ended with season 15 in November of 2020 after a filming and release delay due to the big panini. <laughs> it has, indeed, almost been a full goddamn year. And the show hasn't died. <laughs> <sighs> We're still having conventions! Yeah. Isn't the anniversary of, like, the confession, or is it the ending on November 5th? Remember, remember. Let's not talk about it. It's November 5th, (laughs) yes, and we don't want to talk about it. Every, every fifth of every month has been chaos. It's not, it's not even funny anymore. So... There was the post-show angsting and recaps and the cyclical release of the last season in other countries, wherein the local translations variously did and did not make Dean Cass romantically canon. Oh, to watch that saga (laughs) unfold in real life. It's beautiful. That was, was like, old-school fandom drama in the way that I have not lived in a long while. That was enjoyable. I actually, yeah, I I appreciated it. I'm so glad you guys enjoyed our pain. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry, Major. Uh, So cons did take place in a form throughout the lockdowns. There were a few Q&A sorts of things over video chats and, um, like... Misha Collins was giving uncontroversial responses to some questions on Cameo. Oh, yeah. There were a few little uproars from the Q&As. This past weekend, a Supernatural Creation Con took place in person in Denver, Colorado. As is typical with Supernatural, there were several panels where the show's actors sat for questions. Let me preface this by saying that I have never been to a con. I would not give these people my money. (laughs) And cons overall are just not my bag. I've never experienced the in-person insanity or or the cringe of the Q&A sessions. It's excruciating. Yeah, it's really bad. (laughs) It's painful. Yeah. I I feel that way and I've only watched clips, so. Okay, that out of the way. I'm going to go through this um, as much in order as as I read about it, as much as I could figure out. So it seems like there 
on the first day, I think, it seems like there was a Jensen panel followed by a brief Jensen-Misha panel as Misha jumped in at the end. Oh, no. um, <laughs> Jensen, again, is Dean for the uninitiated. Jensen is Dean. Misha is Castiel. Jared Padalecki was Sam. So that was the, the first one. A Jensen panel, then a Jensen-Misha panel, very small, and then a Misha panel. And then, I guess on the next day, there was a separate J2 panel, this... um. Jared and Jensen panel. And then Misha had a panel with Alex Alex Calvert, who was Jack on the show. Aww. Was Jack the other brother? No. He was Lucifer's son, I thought. Oh. Lucifer's son. Mm. Correct. Look at me! Okay. Adam! <laughs> paying attention. Adam was the and other that's Okay, son. I'm gonna have to explain it to you for the worst <laughs> reason. So, just strap in. Okay. The the true cringe occurred on several levels of the J2 panel, so so yes, we'll get to it. Um, All right. In order. Um, <laughs> to start, Jensen mentioned that the finale uh, men- mentioned the finale, and it was like roundly booed, <laughs> and he laughed at that. Oh, oh no, poor things. Like, oh, no. <laughs> at least the Game of Thrones cast didn't have to go on a world tour after their like colossal failure yeah. of a final season. <laughs> That's yes. rough, yeah. buddy. Um, he said that he hasn't mourned the show and he hasn't mourned Dean and that he isn't gone, question mark, question mark. And then Jensen mentioned that he'd like to see a comeback in as few as three years. Mm. So there it is. Yeah, mm. even, you know, he's okay. hoping for things, he's planning for things. They're they're trying, I I'm guess. I'm charmed by Jensen's love of this toxic waste dump that is his life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um he said that during Dean's death scene there were plans to make Dean lay down as Sam cradled him. Hot. Jensen said that he fought this because Dean needed to be on his feet. If Dean was gonna die, he was gonna die standing. That's such a fucking Texas man Fucking problem. Texas it's men. his fault oh my God. that the stupid roofing nail killed him. <laughs> Rebar. They could have like taken him off of the. They could have taken him off of the cross oh as a and <laughs> laid him and down. Boy. Done the Pieta pose. Yeah. But you know, I'm kind of glad that they didn't do that as a I as mean, a if Catholic. If they're gonna go, just go, just go full <laughs> Jesus metaphor no. imagery. Don't do it. No. Oh. Yeah, and not not so much the Jesus thing as um uh, uh the shipping angle. Frankly, a lot of the fandom liked hearing this because there are still so many Sam Dean truthers out there who frame the end of the show romantically oh between the brothers. I mean, and they hate that, and people are like, "This blows that out of the water," and I'm like, "Whatever," because it's fucking fiction, and Sam Dean fic is literally as old as the show, and frankly older than a lot of the people who picked up the show this year (laughs) okay so like i have a question yeah so like i get that the incestuous sam dean pairing is very popular Mm. and whatever i have no judgment on that yeah but are there people who genuinely believe that it's like yes yes like subtextual in the show it's like oh no it's they're they're dropping clues and secret hints and they just can't they just can't go public with Look, it. Look, I it's... hate to crush your perception of reality, but yes, and also, <sighs> there are people who insist, absolutely insist, that Jared and Jensen's wives are beards. And mm, that they yeah, are also together in real life. 
complete believers. Like, I I expect that level of crazy because, like, <sighs> without... <laughs> Without, like, digging myself too deep into a grave here. Um, that's a, like, thing oh, that's happened in real life. Like, people have beards, like, or marriages of convenience or whatever. Um, not these two actors, obviously, and not <laughs> for no. that reason, like, just to be totally clear. But that's at least, like, conceptually a thing that exists in reality. <laughs> but the idea that, like, someone would write a story and film it, and, like, secretly want it to be about gay incest, but they can't do it because the censors are shutting them down, so they drop hints into the text of the show. Like, that's, that's like, that's like incest QAnon. Like, <laughs> I am it's, it's this crazy, it's this crazy breadcrumb trail. It's this crazy breadcrumb trail. I'm hearing your words, but I'm also seeing Kilty's face right now. <laughs> Kilty, while well, she just very slowly points at herself. It's like this crazy conspiracy, this crazy breadcrumb trail. For what? For nothing? I mean, for, for a fake story about gay incest that doesn't actually exist. In fairness. Come, come back, come back, come back, come back. You're talking about the supernatural fandom Kendra, here, dog. This is. Follow the clues. <laughs> I know! Yeah. I just. I have an easier time understanding the people who want the real life actors to be sleeping together than I do understanding the people who they have like deluded themselves into thinking that also the show wants that. They just can't. They just can't do it. Because the man is keeping them down. I think it's so... so they're going to send them coded messages in the subtext of the show so that everyone in the know knows what the show is really about. I think it's so sweet that you think that yeah. there's some form of logic when it comes to supernatural fans. All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry, Major. This is bad enough without... <laughs> okay, all right. So, after after Cassiel's confession Man. and him exiting the show in 1518, there was a bit in the next episode, 1519, where Dean is tricked into thinking Cass has come back from the dead again. Um, he gets a phone call from someone using Cass's voice. Dean bolts up the stairs to let him in, and it's not Cass, it's Lucifer. Bum, bum, and um, so an attendee at the con asked about the scene and what Dean would have done if it was really Cass on the other side of the door, and Jensen said that we get a glimpse of that when Dean ran up the stairs, and that it would have been a huge embrace. So again, this is post-Cass's love confession, so he's once again either making it clear that the love was unrequited, or that the love was not romantic in nature. So again, pasting, pasting, pasting over everything. Just imagining poor Castiel the angel, the divine being, coming back from super hell, only to have the man he's confessed his supernatural divine love to give him a fucking bro hug and a manly shoulder friend pat. Zone. Yeah, friend zone. Um, so. <laughs> so, 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 all right, all right, all right. Drop in. It gets so much worse, guys. It gets so much worse. You're not even ready. Okay. No, no. Oh, no. A question came up about Jack, um, and it's somewhat important that you know who Jack is. I know you guys have like a smattering of knowledge of who he is, so let me just make it clear. He's the son of a human and Lucifer. 
He was born during the season 12 cliffhanger, and at the start of season 13, Jack is not an infant. He's like a walking, talking, adorably confused teenager. The The show plays it out that Kelly told him in the womb that he had to be strong because the world was going to be cruel to him. So he grew up immediately. What? Roll with it. <laughs> Jack right. doesn't consider Lucifer his father. Castiel protected his mother when she was pregnant, and she told Jack that Cass was his father. So through the drama of the ensuing seasons, Jack variously considers each of the Winchesters, Sam Dean and Cass, to be his fathers. There's all sorts of, like, protective <laughs> things they do for him, coming-of-age things, sacrificial things, loving things. So, weird as it sounds, it did come off as kind of touching. The hell spawns I love daddies. It. I love it immediately. Like Mamma Mia. Adorable. And as a reminder... He's only a few years old. Canonically, he was born in 2017. So he's a toddler with spacey angel toddler brain. Uh-oh. There's so much more that I didn't even know oh, about. No. This, Uh-oh. I don't like this where this is going. I have to assault your ears with this little gem. Oh, no. Jensen was asked how Dean would have acted if Jack had been a girl the whole time. And I'm going to go ahead and drop that audio clip here for y'all to hear for yourselves what he had to say about that. My question for you is, how do you think Dean would have reacted if Jack's character was a girl and not a boy? I don't, I don't think anything would have changed. Yeah, I can't think of, of a storyline point that would have been affected by Joe. the gender. Dean might have had some extra glances at him had he been a her. But that's, that's Dean's problem. Okay, Jensen. God damn it. Implying that Dean's womanizing impulses were so fucking out of control that he'd sexualize a three-year-old who considered him a father. Jensen, god damn it. I thought the character of Dean had, like, matured past this in the last 15 years. Am I wrong? That's my problem. Canonically, he has, but apparently not in Jensen's brain. Oh. I'm just trying to make funny, uh, I guess. And yeah, maybe he was just joking and it came off as really creepy and weird. But a lot of people justifiably were like, you know, you had this question and you gave an honest answer that's really supportive of the trans community and non-binary people, and then you geeked yeah. it. Like, you shot yourself in the why did you have to go the one step further? It really makes us feel like shit. And you know what? Yeah. They're, it's valid if they feel like shit about mm. that. It totally yeah, is. I kind of feel like shit about that. I mean, I like to think that he maybe just stuck his foot in his mouth, but that doesn't mean that you can't be mad about it. No, and it doesn't mean... You don't have foot in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, you sure do have a foot in your fucking mouth there, bud. Yep. Okay. So, next panel was Misha's panel. Um, Does a lot of, I'm not supposed to talk about this, but Cass considers these people his family, and, and he misses them, and he was a little sad being alone in heaven, and da-da-da-da. So, he, he does a lot of those things, pulling back and saying, you know, I shouldn't say this, and this isn't canon, but this is how I feel about it. That's a smart way to answer those questions, though. <laughs> like, as someone who's gone it to, is. like, over a decade of conventions and sat through many a painful Q&A, that is a smart I mean, man's way yeah, to answer. Yeah, he's very smart. <laughs> That's That's why... That guy has had some PR training. Exactly. 
That's why he's the fandom darling. Um, he tends to say the same things over and over. Like, he really sticks to his guns that Cass was feeling and expressing more than familial, more than friendly love for Dean. He even said it before the show ended, as as did one or two of the writers, that the fans weren't imagining it, and that there was more to the Dean-Cass relationship. And so, as far as he seems to feel safe saying these things, he does pretty much stick to his guns uh -huh. on those things. Um, the panel screeched to a halt in the middle of another fan's <gasps> oh, question. No. Oh, I know that feeling. Oh. <laughs> they were asking Misha about dealing with their own father's death when Jensen and Jared burst <gasps> on stage. No! Um, according oh. to what I've read, the fan was crying and they were dealing with the death of a parent. Some, some people said it was like specifically an abusive parent who had died and they were having conflicting feelings and they were asking Misha about Dude. this. And he tends to field questions about this just because he connects with people emotionally like yeah. that. That is great and, of him. Um, but oh my god, that is uh, not the place or person to ask about that sort of thing. Okay. Go to an autograph booth where you have some privacy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like you can ask them, but maybe a little bit more well, private. Okay. But I mean, but at the I... end of the day, no matter how you feel about the question this person paid to get into the con mm -hmm. and ask their question mm -hmm. which was yeah. a, they, they the did. question was approved and they were at the mic and they were middle of in, in the middle of asking it and it never got answered and and Jared and Jensen popped in and um oh my god oh that's terrible so oh. I, I I don't know how cons work so I don't know who would have been oh responsible god. for that I'm assuming that creation entertainment who put on the con that was sort of a, a gaffe of theirs, you know, telling them, Maybe. opening the door for them or whatever. Um, I don't know. Did it have a moderator or something? I, I'm not sure how these things work. Okay, I really then honestly who um, the, uh, it, Several people aired them in that case. And again, more people in the fandom have been to the cons than I have. So a lot of people were blaming creation and a lot of people were blaming the actors. So I honestly don't know. Oh, um, no, like... I, I doubt they were out there, like, with their ear pressed, <laughs> their ear pressed to the door, being yeah. like, oh man, this seems like a really emotional, vulnerable <laughs> moment. Let's go. I, I would buy that it's Creation Entertainment, because Creation Entertainment is a generally miserable company that has handled a lot of <laughs> situations very poorly in the past. Yeah. Like, they'll step on approved questions, um, they'll suddenly take the mics away, they've turned people away who bought tickets because they didn't like what they tweeted, um, they had a gigantic... <gasps> data breach that they didn't tell people about um oh oh shit it took place in october yeah. 2018 and they didn't reveal it until uh like uh spring 2019 so, yeah and yeah yeah i will say it is it is a not uncommon thing to say you have one question and then ask another when you get the mic in your hand because you know people are people but all that other shit i have no uh, no excuse for. anyway um Misha took to Twitter to make it clear that he'd gotten in contact with the asker afterwards. <sighs> Misha! Bliss has the tweet. So Misha says, uh, I found the woman who asked the question later and tore a poem out of my book about repairing a complicated relationship with a dead father. I'm not a therapist, nor do I have answers to complicated questions like this. I hope she can get the support from people wiser than me. That's so, so gentle. Very soft. He's such a sweet little fucking troll bean. I love him. Let's move on to this horrific 
J2 panel. Yeah. I hate to do this. Um, so you guys read the transcript of this thing. Wish I didn't. Um, yeah, the, the, the videos and the audio have been circulating on Twitter for a few days. Uh, Jared and Jensen started by discussing their current projects. Um, Jared is, of course, working on uh, reimagining <laughs> of the old Chuck Norris show, Walker, Texas Ranger. It's still happening, huh? Okay. <laughs> Um, Jensen is going to be Soldier Boy in season three of Amazon's The Boys. I am actually excited about that. <laughs> and, um, he just signed on to a western called Rust. I have no idea what it's about. Um, someone said that they loved the finale and Jared burst out, you loved it? We both fucking died. Same, though. <laughs> Which is, like, said what I said. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You heard me. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I loved it, actually. Eventually, another fan asked when Jensen knew that the way Castiel loved Dean was romantic, deep love. Jared and Jensen, um, Jared in particular, decided to go hard on answering this. Um, it was an absolute scattershot of every denial that popped into their heads. <laughs> I mean, why did Jared even answer that question? That's I, the it, tip of the iceberg. I, maybe there. he just maybe he just talks when he's nervous. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know what that's like. Um, I don't get homophobic. Uh, let me go ahead and play the audio for y'all, so you get to enjoy with a capital E uh, exactly <laughs> what happened, just as much as we did. I, I, I don't think Dean really ever knew until the very end. There. Yeah. Um, uh, in fact, I, I, I know he didn't because I never played that. I would say when, when Jensen found out or when it was kind of discussed internally that it's, it, it, it's interesting because the, the, I think romantic, I think the point is, I think, the, I think the term romantic is being used because there isn't a term that necessarily. He's junkless, you know? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I think I think the point, I don't think it was I don't think lust is involved with the romanticism. I don't think it's the point that they both have human male bodies seemingly and want to sleep with each other. I think the point is that like you can love anything, like it's a superpower. You can love somebody can punch you in the face and you can say like I love you, I forgive you. Somebody can give you a million bucks and you can go. I love you. It doesn't mean like, like, I say that with my friends, I say it with Ackles, like, hey, love you, man. It doesn't mean like, I want to take you to a hotel room. It's means like, I love you. And, uh, and so that was the, 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 the point of the relationship, story-wise, is that they could love each other. We, you know, Sam and Dean loved each other. It wasn't a show about incest, you know? No. Uh, so Cass and Dean can love each other. It's not a show about... Uh, it's not a show about heterosexuality or non-binary. It's a show about, like, hey, you can choose to live your life with love. Um, not, hey, this, this means they want to make out. It's not about that. It's about, I, I can tell my son, I love you. And it's not that I want to do something to or with my son. I just yeah. love my son. Yeah. My daughter can say the same thing. Yeah. So that, that wasn't... I'm sorry, that wasn't the point of that scene. Um, the point was, you are free to love whoever you want. You can be heterosexual and love whoever you want. You can be queer and love whoever you want. You can be 
any part of the LGBTQIA, love whoever the fuck you want. It doesn't mean, sorry for my cursing. You're good. It doesn't mean you want to do something with them or to them. So hopefully Supernatural uh, in its 327 episodes helped to have people love those around them. I think that's really what was, uh, yep. I'll just piggyback on what he said in, in that, yeah. That the, the, the love uh, that, that Cass had is, is heavenly. It, it was, you know, he's an angel. So he's able to, he's able to I think, love on a, on a level and on a plane that, that human emotion doesn't necessarily comprehend. Um, and I think we might default to making it uh, a, a romantic or a sexual love when... I think it, the way that I kind of interpreted it, and this is the great thing about the show, and I think the relationships in some of these characters, is that they're open for interpretation. Cool. If, if you find identity in, in a character because of, because of whatever reason, fantastic, great. If that encourages you to be a better person or to, to love someone a little harder or to, to forgive someone for, for something, then fantastic. That's, that's I, I think that's... One of the beautiful things about doing what we do is we get to encourage people on a variety of levels. It's a thing. And, and I think Cass's love was a love that isn't, isn't identified by humans necessarily. We're sorry. Yeah, that was a thing. That was a thing. I think, like, I, I guess I take back what I said about them having PR training. <laughs> well, I mean, you said that about Misha. Not I about guess them. only he attended. <laughs> yeah. Um... The the big deal with some of these responses, I can tell you, at least from my perspective, is that some of them are just not fucking canon compliant. And at the end of the day, you are still talking about a television show that had continuity. <laughs> and so this is, of course, what I take issue with. There are those of us in this hell world who can spout off the canonical examples of why that doesn't work. Like, on a basic level, alleging that angels don't feel sexual desire the way humans do is bullshit. Cass has had sex canonically. Oh. There's been sexual, non-sexual, romantic, non-romantic love involving the angels. That's what you get when you're juicing a show for 15 fucking seasons. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Dean's fucked an yeah. angel. Like, actually. Yes. yes. And she put her hand on the handprint. It was really fucking gay for being heterosexual Super sex. Gay. I'm never going to get over that. I will die mad. Anyway, move on. <laughs> Jen, uh, uh, Jared's big throwaway, which is, um, it has made an appearance before, is that Cass is junkless. Which is canonically not true. Again, Cass has had sex. Why do they say um, that? Angels produce Nephilim canonically. He means that in the way that you see when um, in Dogma, at the beginning of Dogma, when Alan Rickman throws yeah. down his pants and yeah, he's junkless. It's like a Ken and doll. That... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like a Ken doll. And I, I, I love Dogma. I've seen it a million times, but like canonically they're possessing bodies yeah, it, it's yeah it's, like it's just not bodies. the same in supernatural yeah. it's a penis doesn't vanish <laughs> it's a throwaway line in supernatural but it's not canonical in supernatural yeah so there's that having to do extensive analysis of the canon of supernatural and a bit <laughs> a part of me resents that 
Yeah, I know. That's why I'm. That's that's why. That's I'm why here. Major has the doctorate. <laughs> I appreciate bless you, Angel. I appreciate you falling on this sword. <laughs> Jensen said that he didn't think lust was involved in romanticism. Oh, okay. Um, uh-huh. which is a fantastic way of othering male male relationships, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, getting into that deeper messaging going on here, like, it's one thing you could go the, the Mark Hamill route. The of Mark saying Hamill route, yeah. It's open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Like, like, if you feel that way, if you think that way, and it gives you comfort, then go for it. Yeah. And, I'm not and, going to tell you you're wrong. Yeah, because they're not real. Yeah, yeah. They're not real. You can just say whatever you want. It doesn't matter. I... Yeah, and and like Jared directly says in that, I'm sorry, that wasn't the point of the scene. Did you write it? Why? Did you write it, sir? You weren't even in the scene. <laughs> yeah. You like, weren't in the scene, Jared. Yeah. And ultimately, what this is doing is erasing that confession. It's erasing the possibility of romantic male male love. And and I'm cribbing this language from somebody else I read, but the way they describe Cass and the way they're rewriting what happened in that scene, which was written by a gay man, Oof. is starting no. to yes, is starting to that. smack yeah, about right homophobia. That's rough. Who wrote that episode? Oh, that's rough. So I didn't know that. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Who wrote it? Bobo Barrett's. Okay. Anyway, anyway, um at the end of the audio, Jensen is kind of like it's an automatic switch to man, it's good to be up here with you. Like, man, I love you. I yes, miss you. you know, I like, did notice that. You know, like that all being said, he let Jared wrap up the point Ooh. and then just automatically switched to being supportive of everything he just said. Like, oh man, I it's did, great to have you here. I did notice that they just like hard left turned into basically doing everything but say no homo into the mic. Yeah. yeah. And like, I understand that a lot of the fandom is calling you gay. Mm-hmm. And I understand. For 15 years. For 15 years. <laughs> Uh, and I understand that, uh, that might, I don't know, I, I, I understand logically that that affects the male ego in some way. I don't really understand why, but like, I, I get that you're wanting to protect yourself and your family as not being a beard. <laughs> I get that. Your wife and children who you, you love very much. Who you love. I understand that. <laughs> But it's not a charade. <laughs> I understand that, but I need, I think I need most of all the actors to understand that it's not real. It's not real. They're not real. And it, it'll be fine. You'll, you'll live. Like, well, I mean, it, it's, it unfortunately gets like deeper meta than that because now you've got fans on the outside saying oh you look at look at jensen's body language he didn't agree with anything that was going on there oh god the like, body language uh, experts uh, are yeah back. Oh, like here. and like <laughs> victimizing jensen like there are people asking if jared stepped into this question that had not one thing to do with sam admittedly asking if he stepped into this conversation in order to kick up shit over the twitter feud at two brute thing <laughs> you know <laughs> Um, like, it seems to me, at least, as if a certain set of Stan is doing all they can to keep Jensen off the hook for this, and, like, yes. 
not even just he didn't mean it like that, but acting like Jensen is Jared's victim. Oh my god. <laughs> You've gotta be shitting my dick. Okay, and, uh, <laughs> this is getting twisted uh, from all 40s, angles. But that's fine. But Jensen is a grown ass man, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh, Jensen and Daniil's new production company called Chaos Machine. Um, has been working with LGBT advocacy groups and they hired Renee Reif as head of Chaos Machines Development. She was a board member for the Warner Brothers LGBTQ plus business resource group and is a founding member of Out in Hollywood. Um, so some people are even taking the angle that Jensen is supposedly visibly embarrassed by Jared's speech. Because after doing this work to bring diversity to his own company, how could he possibly be so close-minded in real life? Like, He's from Texas. This is an actual argument that I found going on on, I on mean, Tumblr. I've also seen a clip from a like a panel he was on where he flicked the straw out of his drink and proceeded to talk about how there's no manly way to use a straw. So yeah. I, I feel like maybe we're giving him a little too much credit it, Yes, when he's it, it, he's still it, a Texan white man. He is yeah. from Texas. Like, At the end of the day, yeah. Like, we can't read Jensen as Jensen or Jared as Jared because we don't know them in personal life. Uh-huh. So there is no reason to be out here fucking pretending like you can read their body language and their real motivations. The only actual thing we fucking have is the words they say. Yeah. Right? The things they yes. thought with their brain and then said with their mouth. So there is a uh, Maya Angelou quote where she says, when someone tells you who they are, Believe them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Don't try and unearth secret hidden subtextual meanings out of a straightforward declarative phrase. Mm. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm sorry, I feel bad actually like naming Maya Angelou in this discussion <laughs> of a ship in Supernatural in the year 2020 goddamn one. But it's always strange to me the lengths people will go to even subconsciously to try and take a straightforward declarative sentence like i don't know i don't like chocolate and that's not what they want to hear so they're like well actually if you if you think about it this way this actually means that they really love chocolate the most and it's the best flavor (laughs) if you just (laughs) listen to why my subtextual analysis of this phrase is correct and And read their body language and read their body language the way i say you should and look at all the contextual history that they have with the flavor of chocolate like then (laughs) you'll actually see that secretly and I don't know what that's like, man. My brain don't work that way. No. I, I, when someone tells me something straightforwardly, usually, I yeah. find it to be true. Yeah. Going deeper on this, like, or not even deep. It's a very basic thing. Sexual intimacy. <laughs> going sideways. Sexual intimacy between men <laughs> is good and perfectly normal. Claiming a gay couple's mm-hmm. relationship is too otherworldly or 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 even romantic, but nothing more, is straight shitting on the meaning of that moment. Or somehow less pure than other yeah. forms of yeah. love. He wouldn't like, be like that because he's an angel. Like, okay. Like, the thing, okay, first of all, it's funny to me that 
uh, in a sad way, that basically the answer ends up being, like, Castiel is too Christ-like to love yeah. in a sexual capacity. Yeah. Like, he he is literally too divine, apparently. It makes Jesus sad. <laughs> uh, the irony of that is almost too good. Um, secondly, like, I don't have the exact quote in front of me uh, at the moment, but one of them, either Jared or Jensen, says something along the lines of, like, Castiel is an otherworldly divine yeah. being. His understanding and conceptualization of love would be so totally beyond what humans who, you know, yeah, that was speak Jensen. the English yeah. language can even attempt to describe. Like, we're kind of approaching, like, arrival territory, yeah. where the ways in which, like, our lexicon shape our cognition. So fine, but, like, what they end up... Like, that's a cool idea, and, like, that would have been an interesting thing to write about, you know, maybe in your show about supernatural <laughs> entities. I mean, in fairness, <laughs> that's not their fault. No, no, it's, it's, it's not their fault, but that's just a way more interesting idea than anything I've ever seen in Supernatural. Um, thus far. Thus far, yes. Anyway, but I like how apparently uh, when they say this divine non-corporeal entity has a conception of love that we don't understand, actually what they mean is he loves just like humans do, except no homo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a totally understandable and appreciable form of human intimacy, except exactly. for the gay parts. <laughs> well, and what's funny to me, too, is they go on and on multiple times, at least in the early Angel seasons, to talk about how angels really don't have the same concept of gender in any yeah. way. And angels just show up later after their other body burns out in a body of the opposite sex and they're like fucking whatever i'm still your exactly. who gives a shit and nobody cares not to mention that the day before jensen had fielded the question about jack and possibly you know jack having a different Jack's gender gender identity exactly so, you know not even thinking about that which i totally forgot until you brought it up just now <laughs> god damn it okay exactly. i'm sorry i'm just okay yeah. Like, Dean, would it have made you feel better to see him in a dress, you know? Well, then he would have looked. <laughs> yeah. So there's been this line that I've seen, and I have no better way of putting this. Um, someone needs to ask them why they even did the confession scene at all if they were going to refuse to be normal about it. Ooh. <laughs> I have been wondering this for a while. Yes. I mean, yeah, that's legit. Like, why do it? Why why do this to yourself? Because they wanted no their cake. No one made you. Yeah. They wanted their gay cake, and they wanted to eat the heterosexual cake at the same time. <laughs> and, like... That's too much cake, man! <laughs> and I just... body can only have one cake at a time. <laughs> and I just don't understand why they didn't just make a bisexual cake and go with it. It's, it's on the show. They chose to put it out there. They've said multiple times that the show's ending was heavily debated and reviewed and they put it out there. So why are they acting like the intentions behind it are a fucking state secret? <laughs> right? It 
It's a CW show. It's a 15-year-old CW show. The only people still watching it were the ones who wanted to see the angel and the sad boy kiss. <laughs> or the brothers. Don't forget about or incest QAnon. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, well, that would have been the real reveal. That would have been let interesting. Let me tell you. The fucking veil comes down, and I the mean, secret incest QAnoners have been right all along. They think they Woo! were because of the ending oh, of yes, the show. Oh, yes, because he died on his feet or something. No, because no, they went to heaven together oh. and hugged. Yeah, because they didn't. Sam was unhappy his whole life until yeah, he died. Sam had to live a yeah. shitty life with a with a yeah, but... unmemorable wife and unmemorable children. Glory <laughs> <Blurry laughs> wife. With a beard. Yeah. He had a beard. With a beard uh, and a bad wig. Mm, such a bad oh, wig. Oh god, the wig was so bad. No, but I meant like they, the ending of the show, they're in heaven together. They are, yes. Hugging. And, and driving their car. That's no literally... That's, that's basically literally incest directly on screen. <laughs> Okay, is is what uh, is what I have been told yeah. <laughs> by the QN on by the QN on. Wow, unfortunately, there was a Misha Alex panel. There are accounts, including video that that show a Creation Entertainment staffer attempting to stop an attendee from asking a question about the confession, uh, like. Her question had been approved. She was in the middle of asking it, and she like, was stopped by the staffer. Asking and a question at me, the con about the show the con yeah. was about. Um, ah. Misha, Misha insisted on allowing it, to his credit. Good for him. Thank um, you, yeah. chaotic, neutral Misha. weirdo. Tumblr user Angels Watching Over posted about this and noted that it was absurd for creation to shut down a question about canon, let alone when it's okay for Cliff to ask Jared about getting fucked in jail, but how dare I ask about love that happened in canon? That's a oh, succinct um, way to say that. <laughs> what? This is gonna take some explanation. Okay, uh -huh. so uh, I have to introduce you to Cl Cliff Coasterman. Um, he was employed as Jaren and Jensen's bodyguard during SPN's run. Um, I don't know what he does now, because I blocked him like a decade ago. Uh, he was a meatball I mean, fuck for several reasons. <laughs> um, apparently, sometime during a panel, Cliff asked Jared if he had made special friends the night he was in jail. <gasps> oh, a cute little prison no. rape joke between two bros. Oh, in real life! Uh, oh. I thought we meant, I thought we meant like an episode of Superman. Yeah, like a character in the show went to jail. No, no, no. I forgot. Jared um, went Jared to jail. was, yeah, Jared was arrested for assaulting one of his employees at a bar, and he went to jail. And um, this was Cliff Coasterman asking him if he Classy. made any special friends. That's horrible. Get your life together, man. Yeah. So, so this was asked at the con in public during a panel, apparently. And that is allowed, but it's not. You, you can't ask about Dean Cass, uh, you know, for the twentieth time. Can't ask about a scene like, in the well, not the not the finale, but you can't ask about a scene that they filmed yeah. and distributed on purpose in the last season yeah. of their stupid show that at a con me. about the stupid show. Um, <laughs> just as closing remarks on on the whole con thing, parasocial relationships, big big flashing light sign here. Not even Misha 
is going to explicitly say what he thinks the big confession was about. Because you can't alienate a group of people from a franchise that is still out there in the world making you money. Nope. Um, either the group that hates it or the group that loves it. None of the actors are going to take one for the team. Um, I have a couple numbers for you. 14 million, 13 million. If you Google it, these are the net worths of Jensen and Jared, respectively. These men are rich guys coming to do a job. Yeah. Do we, any of us, honestly need some rich guys to validate our feelings about the media that we consume? Big question out Oh, no. that's what I don't understand. I'm never going to need the validation of some straight guy playing a part that I have decided personally is gay. <laughs> I don't give a fuck yeah. what you think. You're gay now. While you're while you're playing this character, you're bisexual because every character I ever watch on TV is bisexual. <laughs> and nobody can tell me otherwise. No one can tell you you're wrong. I don't care if you don't think that. You are just an actor. You don't get a say. I stopped giving a shit about what actors think uh, or have to say. Since back in the days of the super hulak wars, oh I was at a convention and a very particular teen wolf actor looked me dead in the eye. I didn't even ask the fucking question. <laughs> and she said to me <laughs> that if you ship Steric, you're a pedophile. Woo! But come out and swing. I stopped giving a shit about actors after Ma'am, that. I don't experience it, but I get the impulse for your interpretation, your personal interpretation, to want that to be right or correct. Giant air quotes. Mm -hmm. Want that to be the official way things happens, whatever that is. Like I. I don't necessarily, like, need it for myself, because I've said this, I say this a lot, and I've said this even on the show. The way a story ends up being written, I don't think is always necessarily the best way a story could be written. Yeah, There's a lot of moving parts, especially in television and film, where you have competing interests and huge million-dollar budgets, and you just can't say or do exactly what you want all the time. So what ends up being the final work is not always the best way a story could have played out. Fine. But I get the idea of wanting that. Oh, yeah. But, but, asking an actor their personal opinion is also not the same as something being canon. Yeah. So, like, that one I don't get at all. I don't get quartering Misha Collins or Jensen Ackles at a con and, and being like, and, and, and tell me right now. Yeah. And, and let me be perfectly clear on this because the reason that I keep up with this shit is, is because it's, it's so prevalent in the fandom and I'm still in the stupid fucking fandom. I'm sorry, bros, but it is. And, um, I I'm not I'm not so down with the actors I never really have been. So that's just where I'm at. I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's valid. Um so did we talk about the thing? Yeah. 
volume 804. The boys stuck their foot in their mouth, as they are often wont to do. Except maybe Misha. He's, again, a total outsider's outsider to the Supernatural fandom. He does seem to have a certain amount of, like, grace in how he deals with fans who are perhaps over-involved. Mm-hmm. And... Every yeah. once in a while, just loves to absolutely troll the fans who are yes. perhaps a bit over-involved. Misha Collins, I think, I believe, has a shoe-shaped trumpet that he plays. <laughs> where, like, it's not actually putting your foot in your mouth, but he just gets to that's a very, play that role. That's quite Ooh, the metaphor. Mixed up for us I liked there. That. I, yeah, I yeah, thought like, that was adorable. Thank yeah. you. I was imagining. Thank you, Major. I was imagining like a like a shoe shaped trombone, and Misha Collins is some weird Pied Piper type figure. Yeah, good. That's the image I wanted. Leading you to have. all the true believers <laughs> off to a to a hole under a mountain. Okay, well that that got and, a little weird. <laughs> yeah, like, it was more. I don't know. Like he he is probably like incest QAnon. Like he is Q. <gasps> yeah, yeah, he probably. Is Q. Like, he's incest Q. No, he's more angel, angel human Q. No, that's what he wants you to think. That's that motherfucker is on Tumblr. Think. That motherfucker is on AO3. We need the screen exactly. names. That's how deep it goes. Oh god, that would be fucking funny. <laughs> fucking yeah. man, imagine the episode we're gonna have when Misha Collins' AO3 account gets leaked. <laughs> I will send Misha Collins a personal email. I will yeah. pull my. I have a podcast. Do you want to answer my questions? And he might Oh my god. We'll see. I, mean, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, that is that is a non-zero chance of yeah. getting a response. <laughs> Do not have me yeah. on for that episode. I don't want to talk to Misha Collins. <laughs> Why you got to be so mean to Misha Collins? I just I feel like I feel like I would put my foot in my mouth. I really don't want to. <laughs> I don't embarrass myself for my cool angel friend. Well, <laughs> anyway, I think we talked about the thing. Did we talk about the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, we yeah. talked about the thing. We already we we tried to uh, you tried to close out this episode once already. Yeah. I'm sorry, sorry. Does anybody have a happy? Because I have a happy. I'm reading a book called The Plot by Jean Hanaf uh, Hanf Korolitz. Korolitz. And it's pretty good. It, I'm not very far in it right now, but it's very um, accurate. As somebody who went to multiple creative writing workshops, um, <laughs> everybody is a pretentious douchebag. Um, and that's kind of the point. You're not really supposed to like any of the characters, but one of the characters is convinced he has the best plot and he's going to write this book and it's going to be like, a showstopper. It's gonna blow everyone's nips and it's off. It's gonna blow everyone's mind. And apparently, he's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have started reading a book as well. It's called Dread Nation by Justina Ireland. Mm-hmm. And it, what if the zombie apocalypse started in the middle of the Civil War? <laughs> and um, it follows a black woman who goes to a school for zombie fighting and yeah oh so it's like pride and prejudice and zombies but seriously no it's kind of. no it it's way better than that um i am I'm, I'm not even like halfway through it yet it's Ooh. it's just fucking awesome well 
I went to the Renaissance Fair this past weekend, and that was fun and everything. But the best part was on the way home, we stopped by the St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary, and I got to see a bunch of rescued wolves and wolf dogs and a dog that thought it was a wolf that the ASPCA keeps threatening to put down if uh, they try and give it back. So now it's just a dog that lives at the wolf sanctuary. So it's really cool. They have an Instagram where you get to see all the wolves and you get to learn all about them. And it was probably the highlight of my entire year. And I absolutely cried because I love wolves. I love wolves so much. Anyway, um, well then, thank you so much, Major, for coming and suffering through this with us yet again. Another painful supernatural drama. You were my angel. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not be. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully this will be the last time we need your expertise, but we know better than that, don't I we? I will refuse to see. I've already said this. I will not see. <laughs> I'll have you on for something better next time, Major. I promise. How about that? Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. That's fine. Well then, until next time, you can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at Blissfully Show. I post links to our YouTube there. If you're watching us on YouTube, hi, hello, give us a like, a comment, a subscribe, tell me what you think of our idea of whether or not Misha Collins is incest cute? I don't know. Don't tell us that. That's what we arrived at, baby. Don't talk about your opinions on that. I don't That's a hear. joke, by the way. <laughs> I just want to be fucking clear. That is a joke. <laughs> I don't believe that Misha Collins no. is incest QAnon. No. <laughs> um, just, just covering all my bases. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. Until next time. All right. Bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Like, do you ever encounter a weird, crazy fan and you're like, well, at least it's like, that's not the one I have a restraining order against or something like that. I mean, Misha seems to fucking love it, so. Oh, he just loves, he's like a trickster spirit. He just loves the chaos. Misha is Loki. (laughs) Misha's a Loki variant. There you go. Don't even put that into the universe. Don't even put, speak, keep that the don't fuck in. Don't even speak that fic into being. <laughs> keep that the fuck in. Oh. <laughs>